Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today's another AMA episode, that is, Ask Me Anything. I'd love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be a broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. This question comes from Joe in Boulder, Colorado, and he writes, I live outside Boulder near the small town of Superior, Louisville. We just had experienced a devastating fire that destroyed over 900 homes. This comes at a time when inventory for sale and for rentals is at an all-time low with massive demand. There's less than a third of a month's supply in Boulder County. As a realtor and a landlord in the area, I'm seeing my colleagues raise rents over 30% and removing homes previously listed on the market only to put them back up at 20% higher values a few days later. I understand relisting homes at a higher price, and as an agent, we need to do what's best for our clients. But as a landlord, I'm debating with myself on what our responsibilities are to the local community to try and maintain a reasonable increase in rent and try not to gouge people in this hard time. I'd love to hear your thoughts on how we as investors can approach this unique surge in an already tight real estate market. Thanks for all of your work on the podcast. My wife and I listen every morning as part of our routine. Well, Joe, thank you for the kind words, and this is a great question. There's no doubt with the number of homes destroyed, people will need to look further afield for a place to stay, at least until their home is rebuilt. Whatever vacancy exists in the community is going to get soaked up very quickly. Some may have to look further out, maybe as far as Fort Collins for a temporary place to stay. You could choose to look at solving the need with some of your own properties, maybe fairly priced, but the question of what is fair is a little bit subjective. Will the rate be higher than before the disaster? Absolutely yes. At what point does the monthly rate cross a line into the realm of extortion? You definitely want to be able to sleep well at night knowing that you solved an acute problem fairly. A friend of mine had a simple saying, which I think applies in this circumstance, as it should apply in almost every circumstance, and he said, do good and do well. In a disaster scenario, there's so many acute needs. As an enterprising individual, you could look at the breadth of problems to be solved, not just the place to live, where your impact might be limited to one or two families. You might bring a fleet of small shipping or storage containers into the market to enable residents to safe cherished belongings that they might salvage from the remnants of the fire. You might acquire a large number of N95 full face respirators to protect residents from toxic fumes as they sift through the remnants of their homes. You might organize a fleet of trash bins, hydraulic equipment, and demolition crews to demolish and dispose of the remnants of homes and gardens once the insurance adjusters have given the go-ahead to initiate site cleanup. You might acquire land in the area that's entitled for new residential construction and import some builders from Denver or Colorado Springs to construct new homes on new home sites to meet the acute need in the market. And if you own existing assets that could be rented, well, those could be put into the market as well, but the impact will be small by comparison. We saw this happen in Northern California back in 2018 after the devastating campfire that decimated more than 18,000 homes. A friend of mine, his daughter owned a home in that market, and she decided she was going to vacate the home, put it up for rent in the marketplace, and go live somewhere else, simply to make a unit available for someone who really needed it more than she did. But you have to ask yourself the question, who is going to be paying the rent? Is the person whose house just burned to the ground paying the rent? Or is the insurance company will be paying the rent for those temporary accommodations funded by the insurance policy? If the proposed rent is, say, $1,000 above what it might have been a month ago, and the insurance company accepts that rental rate as an acceptable market average rent, then you might elect to rent at that new elevated rate, for at least for a period of time. 
you might do it with the understanding that those elevated rents are temporary and the insurance company is okay with paying it. Now, it is true that those higher rents have the impact of freezing ordinary people out of the market, at least for a period of time. When 900 homes are removed from the market overnight, a single, slightly more affordable home is not going to fundamentally change the landscape. My recommendation is to think deeply about what acute problems you might be able to take a run at solving on a larger scale. And there's plenty of opportunity to pull resources from large nearby population centers like Denver that could have a meaningful impact on restoring the community. But a lot of people don't know where to start, and it takes people with a local connection and a boots-on-the-ground perspective to know what's truly needed and when. At some point, thousands of dead trees will need to be cut down and replaced. At some point, people who were underinsured will need community assistance to rebuild. Maybe you can get your local investors association together to pledge or contributing a portion of their financial windfall to those who are underinsured and help them rebuild. Maybe some displaced families need help getting their kids to school now because the school bus doesn't stop where they're in emergency housing. There's just so many problems, it literally boggles the mind. So this is a time to recognize that many things changed overnight in the marketplace, not just 900 homes that got burnt down. I want to thank you, Joe, for a fantastic question. And for the listeners at home, as you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.